Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. <laughs> Hello. And welcome to Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. Hello, Adele. Hello, Jeremy. Big day for you today. Why is today a big day for you? I'm leaving for my vacation, going to Egypt with my mom. Which is going to be fun. It's very exciting. Yeah. So you're taking your mom to Egypt. Uh, You've got some tours and things like that planned. Obviously, you're going to see the main attractions, the Sphinx, the pyramids. Uh, You have a dinner planned on the Nile. It's going to be an exciting trip. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it's currently 10.30 a.m. and I'm leaving at 1 p.m. Yeah. Uh, I still have to pack. I mean, my clothes are kind of organized and I just have to put them in packing cubes and just put them in my suitcase. And I'm going to the airport. Jeremy's staying here with Roxy. Um, We both have vacation time, but... We we both uh, plan this so I can go out, away with my mom for for a week. So that's really nice. So yeah. Jeremy will will get to hopefully do a, a vacation on his own <laughs> soon, so we can we can reciprocate the the doggies sitting time. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit today about what it's like traveling when you're an employee of an airline. So standby travel and planning vacation things like that. Uh, before we get into that, do you have any highs and lows? Um. Well. I still was the one that was flying. Uh, So I did another four-day pairing. Um, I think my high... Well, high is always right when you get to fly with good crew. And I finally got to fly with Mia. So that was really fun. Um, And my other high was Jeremy's very familiar with. (laughs) I got to try a Peloton bike for the first time. Um, one of our hotels, one of our layover hotels, um, I'm not going to say where, because of course we can't divulge the hotel, um, names, but one of them had, of course, a gym, but with a Peloton bike. So I was able to create a free account, sign in and, you know, choose a workout. And of course it's a bike. So I did like a kind of spin class thing for half an hour and it was just so much fun. The music was fun. The... Just the workout felt really good. I felt like, okay, I did a good workout. Yeah. So now I'm trying to convince Jeremy to <laughs> for us to get a Peloton at home, it, which is actually like we could feasible, do it. Yeah. yeah we we just have to get rid of our gym memberships. But honestly, if you have a Peloton, why would you have a gym membership? Yeah. So you know we'd have to discuss it more. But mm-hmm. who knows? That was that was fun, and because we talked about what we like to have at different hotels, you know, when we lay over and, you know, having a proper gym at the hotel that is, has enough space and has like good equipment that we like to use is a, is a big plus. So that discovery was really fun. So yeah, that was enjoyable. And it's funny. So as soon as she came back and said, Oh, like, I I think I want to get a Peloton. Literally, my phone has been blowing up with Peloton ads. I I swear they're (laughs) listening to us. Uh, so for me, uh, I still wasn't flying. The doctors didn't clear me. Um, I finally got all my paperwork in order, so I should be able to get cleared later today. Uh, and then of course I have my vacation, so I won't be flying for a little bit. Um, but so my low is still just having been sick and not being able to fly. Uh, my high again, not aviation related at all, but the Maple Leafs went to round, made it to round two for the first time since 2004. Uh, so of course I was watching every game, uh, really closely, and they did it. They made it to the second round. Uh, very proud of, of the Maple Leafs. And uh, we'll see how they do in round two. 
<laughs> yeah, Jeremy was very excited about that. So I'm glad you have uh, some more hockey to watch over yep. the next what week or so oh you're not going to be watching from egypt <laughs> definitely not no 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 um, excellent yeah well i mean you're you said you're low do i have a low i mean i guess just you being sick and just like it's it's not fun when your partner's sick and, yeah. and struggling and then you have to like you feel bad being away, but then you still have to work. So it's like, it doesn't yeah. make sense for both of us to be off work. Yeah. So. so of course, if he was like really sick or injured or something, I would have stayed, but it's it's a cold or like the flu and it's mm-hmm. manageable. So, but he still had to take care of Roxy while I was flying. So anyway, so <laughs> you can probably still hear it in his voice a little still bit. A little bit. Yeah. I still have a couple of sniffles here and there. My sinuses aren't a hundred percent clear, but I'm feeling a hundred times better than I did. And you can hear it probably over last week's episode where I was very, very nasally. Um, but yeah, still, still on the mend and still trying to take care of myself. So that's all good. Yeah. Um, oh, and quick note, this might be, um, the, the, an episode, the last episode we filmed together until I'm back, yeah. Jeremy might get uh, a guest on. I'm working on a special guest uh, appearance. Uh, we'll see if we can get a, a special guest host for next week uh, and see how that goes. But uh, fingers crossed that everything works out. Yeah. But if not, well, we're on vacation. So mm-hmm. we're taking a break if we need to. And then we'll be back uh, yeah. mid-May. Just a, a little heads up there. Um, but yeah, let's talk about standby travel and what that means. So... Well, I, I was, yeah, I was going to say, so first of all, a lot of people think that we as airline employees just get to hop on any flight we want. We get to fly for free and all of this fun stuff. Everyone has these misconceptions about airlines. Now, every airline is a little bit different. Some airlines have different policies when it comes to sitting in jump seats. Uh, and those are the seats that are for flight attendants or pilots only. Uh, and then some other airlines have policies where within the same country, I know there's some US carriers where you can hop on one of your sister carriers and pay nothing and just hop on easy peasy. With us, we do always have fees associated with our flights. uh, And that goes back to airport taxes and things like that. We just have to cover all of those fees. Uh, And the biggest thing for us is space available. We're not going to book a flight unless there's space available. I'm looking to go to Toronto for a day or two uh, coming up. And so now I'm looking at all the flights and from Calgary, we do have over a dozen flights a day, but it's a matter. Yeah. Oh, wow. About, about, about a dozen flights a day, I guess. And to Montreal, we have two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it used to be three. Oh, but one's wide body now. So that, that I think it's getting better, but last month it was two. Yeah. Uh, And so, the problem becomes where are the empty seats? When can I go? And then you have to plan your standby travel around when the flights are available. So it's not quite as easy and as glamorous as some people make it out to be. There's still a lot of planning involved. Uh, Anything to add there? Well, I mean, that's pretty much what I was going to start with. Mm -hmm. Essentially, we have fees that we do have to pay. Other airlines do actually travel for almost free or very, very minimal. We, of course, don't pay $500 to get from Montreal to Calgary. We don't pay that much. So we are privileged to be able to pay a very minimal fee in comparison. But especially since I've started flying, I've well, I've been almost with the company for 10 years now. And the fees have dramatically increased. 
uh, especially to fly within our own country. So, I mean, we always complain, oh, we have to pay this much. And then, you know, a regular ticket is like 10 times that price. Mm -hmm. So yes and no, but at the same time, you could still pay, let's say it's $150 to get to your destination and you could still maybe not get on the first flight you try. Yep. You can end up in a jump seat with, which yes, you're still on the flight. However, for a longer than I'd say two to three hour of flying, being in a jump seat is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're in the flight deck or in your, the cabin, you might be in the way of the working crew, whether it be pilots or flight attendants. And I always feel bad if I'm in the jump seat and I don't really know the crew and I feel like I need to to just kind of stand in the corner and crouch and yeah. be away from them. And Get out of the way, yeah. Even sure. though they'll always, well, for the most part, the crews will be, don't worry about it. Like, can I get you anything? Or you're not in the way, but like, we all know I'm in the way. Or, you know, we know the reality of the situation. We've worked on those aircraft. So, yep. and it's, you know, if you're in the jump seat, I'm, I don't have an entertainment system in front of me. I don't have uh, bring a book. They're not yeah. they're not doing service for me there, right? I'm there to literally get to the destination. So, I mean, they'll probably give me water if I ask or something, but like, I'm not getting the full service. So it's also like not the most comfortable. So yeah. that's the kind of thing that we have to keep in mind. But personally, if I if taking the jump seat means I'm getting home or getting to my destination. Yeah, hands down, I'm taking the jump seat. Yep. <laughs> However, yep. do we always want a seat? Yes, definitely. We oh, always yeah. want a seat. It would definitely be much better. It's just for comfort reasons, being in a passenger seat. Jump seats, by and large, are not comfortable. They're there for safety. They're there for flight attendants to sit for uh, sit in for takeoff and landing. Um, maybe for uh, a few minutes here and there if you're having a quick break. But they are not made for long times seated on those non-padded seats it's not comfortable it just it isn't um and like you said it it's always awkward when you kind of feel like you're a little bit in the way yeah um, so you have the full harness as well so it's yeah. limited movement when you're in the jump seat right so you're kind of just strapped there yeah for five hours <laughs> so that's I mean, one you of can of course go and like use a lavatory and well, yeah, stuff you can get up and, and stretch if it's yeah. safe you can get out of the jump seat like you're not like a prisoner, yeah, but it's However, it's yeah. not always glamorous. You're not always no. sitting in uh, business class or first class, sipping on champagne and eating caviar. No, it's not <laughs> always like that. Sometimes you're sitting in. Oh, look, there's a seat available. It's a flight attendant seat, but that's all you get. And and that's one of those things. And if you really need to get to your destination, whether you're commuting to work or whether you're going home afterwards, or if you're just trying to get somewhere on vacation, uh, then. Yeah, we'll take we'll take that last available seat if needed. Uh, now, when it comes to planning vacations, uh, a few questions for you. Do you try to plan everything in advance or do you try and stay a little more like go with the flow and oh, things can change on the fly? I mean, I'm more of a planner by nature. I, I tend to be very like overthinking everything and planning things out and wanting a clear trajectory in my mind for what's going to happen. Um, it's not the best for standby travel because, I mean, for example, our trip to Cairo with my mom, yes, everything is planned. We have our tour guide. We have the hotel. We have, like, everything is set up. All, all like, your events are scheduled, yeah. Yeah, well, my mom's visiting some colleagues over there as well. That's set up. Like, she has little gifts for them or little souvenirs from Canada. So everything in that sense is like planned um 
which I think flying with my mom, who's non non employee and stuff, it mm-hmm. makes that easier. And I'm and confident we will get there, yeah. but the flight is quite full at this point. So yeah. I will be looking at alternate routes with my mom tomorrow to see, the hey, if we case, don't get yeah. on, we will have to go to this route or we might have to go this way, uh, which means, A, we won't have a direct flight. We'll have a connecting flight. We'll have to pay more because we'll be traveling on another carrier, most likely through Europe. Yep. And I also warned my mom a couple of weeks ago, we are traveling with carry-on. <laughs> yeah, no checked bags, which limits things and limits what you can bring. Uh, and so that's uh, another one of the not so glamorous parts. You don't know 100% if you're getting on a flight. Uh, now, we also have different types of passes we can use. You're using a different type of pass uh, for Cairo so that it's more likely that you get on. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still never 100%, but you have a better chance with this pass. And again, we don't have unlimited of certain types of passes, you know, there's different, there's one where, Hey, if there's availability in business class, you'll get upgraded. Then there's regular passes where you just, you get a seat on the plane and then, yeah, you're using another special pass where you should be able to get on the plane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if that made sense to anyone, <laughs> <laughs> those in the air, those in the aviation industry will get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we do have different passes. Um, we don't commute or, or travel that much for leisure because, you know, we have the dog and, and mm-hmm. on our days off, we just try to spend time together because we do a bit opposite. Uh, but some people do travel like every weekend or they commute to work or things. So their passes do get used up really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, we do kind of not have them on we don't hoard them, but we do usually when we travel for fun or like the rare occasion, we do have most kind of passes available yeah. to us to yeah. to use. Um, but it's not everyone who's in that situation. Some people travel a lot more or need to travel a lot more. So yeah, well, commuters, people who literally fly to uh, their home base to work, yeah, and instead of driving to work, they fly to work. Yeah, like uh, people live in Edmonton and work out of Calgary, for example. Yeah. That's not a too bad of a commute because if you don't get on a flight, you can drive the three hours. Mm-hmm. Not ideal, obviously, but like that was more of a doable commute compared to like, let's say Vancouver to Calgary. If you don't get on, it's a, not an easy 10 hour drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've heard stories of people who commute. Uh, there were several flight attendants in Toronto who would commute from Europe uh, and several from the Caribbean as well. So it's possible. Depending on your schedule, uh, I've had friends who booked so that they would work two weeks straight and then have two weeks off. And then the following month, they would bid the first two weeks off and then work two weeks straight. So you literally have a full month off and that's just a regular work schedule. And then you commute accordingly and, you know, people make it work however they can. Yeah, I mean, it's it always comes down to where you want to live versus your lifestyle versus your work schedule. So. People always weigh the pros and cons, and it does work for some people, but to me, it just seems like so much of a hassle and so much money spent and time spent not at home. So, mm-hmm. I mean, teach their own for sure. I mean, I never say never because who knows what what flying will be in the next five years. Maybe I'll yep. want to commute to another base for a little bit. Yep. Who knows? TBD on that. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about travel related? Uh, I'm good. All right. Well, I have a little story uh, that I saw in the news. 
Here we go. <laughs> you just like getting me riled up. <laughs> oh no, this is a no- this is a good one. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so so it's just like a story of like good passenger karma and good passenger um like feedback from other passengers. So it's not a negative story for once. So, and it starts with we are always seeing bad passenger behavior, so it's time to focus on the good passengers for a change. Like this couple. Tonight on my flight from Indian- Indianapolis to Baltimore, I sat next to an unaccompanied minor, which is a child traveling alone. So they're uh, taken care of by the flight attendants on board. The parents usually pay a certain fee so that they're accompanied through the airport of the departure of the departure airport to the aircraft directly. The flight attendants then give them the safety briefing and take care of them during the flight. And then once they land at the arriving airport, the agent meets the flight and brings them all the way to the um, meeting parent, grandparent, family member, whoever. So quick little rundown of that. Um, I was sat, I was sitting next to an unaccompanied minor who was traveling to Baltimore to see her mother with Southwest airlines, open seating. Anyone can have sat next to her. In fact, many people avoided her and her boundless energy during boarding. But finally the couple you see in the photo, there's a photo attached. We can put it up here. Probably Mm. Um, occupy the two seats to her right. Within minutes, the young girl began chatting and the couple likely realized this wouldn't be a relaxing flight. And they just rolled with it. As drinks were being served, the couple didn't even get a chance to voice their requests because they were cut off by the young girl stating, I'll take water with a straw and so will they so we can paint. (laughs) And they just rolled with it. Within minutes, the young girl had brought out her Hello Kitty paint sheets and the couple spent the next hour following her instructions, as you can see on the picture. As I type this, the man next to her is being covered with Marvel stickers. They're on his ears, his beard, arms everywhere. And he is just rolling with it. We need more of these people in our world. And it's just a picture. I'll show you. Oh, that's cute. They're just fully immersed in it. Oh, yeah. We'll put the picture up here for sure. So it's just, you know, a nice couple who instead of, yeah, being scared of this energetic little girl, they're like, you know, she's traveling alone. Well, instead of watching a movie or doing whatever, let's just entertain this this girl and have some fun painting on the flight. Yeah, that's Indianapolis cute. to Baltimore. To Baltimore. Wouldn't can't be, be too, that, too long. Yeah, of it a can't flight, be that long. Yeah. So yeah, instead of, you know, being rude or ignoring the girl or doing whatever, they decided, let's indulge her, let's make her day and let's have some have fun. Have a little fun, yeah. For an hour, two hours, who 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 knows? But, you know, that's a, a nice passenger story of yeah. there's some good people in this world and uh, they might be sitting next to your child if they're traveling unaccompanied and they might paint with them yeah. on the flight. <laughs> uh, it's one thing I always like to say, and I, I teach this when I uh, do initial training as well. It costs nothing to be nice. It's completely free and it makes everybody's day better. So when you're out there traveling, be nice to everybody, especially to your flight attendants. Because they might have to save your butt one day. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, that's a good girl. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.